Welcome to the Space Debris. Here with uh, Nick, James. You mean Blake Shelton? Blake Shelton's here, special guest. We're going to talk about... Blake Shelton right here. <laughs> we got to get that hat. Uh, cowboy hat. We're going to talk about some AI today, right? We want to look at all the crazy happenings that are going on because there's like a boon in AI kind of exploding across the news and it's a little weird but cool and we're gonna talk about some space news something actually nick just happened like two days ago i think it is mind-blowing uh i'm curious i have an idea there's this image i want to show you where i i have like the first thing that came to my mind and i want to see if it comes to yours probably not but we'll look at some space news for dummies and we got AI, as, as we already said, and um, some light, fun stuff here at the beginning, right? We, uh, you just went to a couple shows, isn't that right? Yes, I did. <laughs> and I'm always excited for some space news, so that's awesome. Well, who did you see? Because we were talking about Beat Saber and how it was the first I mod modded map. Yeah, I went and seen the Imagine Dragons. I got a good deal on some tickets, and it was but, well worth it because they they put on a good show. By good deal, you mean free, right? <laughs> yes, <laughs> absolutely free, which is the very best of deals. But I would pay to go see them now because yeah. it was well worth it. I mean, they're they're legitimate. Like, they were a band band. You know, it's not like they're some thrown together by the machine. So... You know, of course, they're going to care about their music and the show that they put on. And and it is cool that they're an official Beat Saber pack. But it's funny because, like, I feel you're the same way. Like, if I had, or had like if I had met, met them, I mean, like you said, not that either of us care, but pretty sure the first thing I would say would be like, oh, do you guys like play that Beat Saber map, too? I would absolutely ask them <laughs> if they play Beat Saber. <laughs> Everything goes to vr right away it's like i know do you know vr i know vr um we went to see bill burr at fenway park and how was that at the fenway which is freaking awesome so you know it's funny because we actually already saw bill burr this year and we were like they were pretty, you know, it was a hot ticket that he's playing Fenway. Fenway started doing these shows during the summer. Um, but for Bill Burr, this is the first time in history a comedian has ever played at Fenway Park. I think, oh, what was, the, I think it's like 40,000, 30 yeah. or 40,000 people. And it's sold out. I mean, so just That's so. real for a comedian. Yeah, I mean, there's two elements. He's from Boston, more or less, and it's like this exciting idea. I was able to get turf seating, so like I'm on the grass, like I'm at, like I'm on the the the, the green monsters right there. My seats here, like I'm sitting. I was basically at third base. <laughs> oh, you were at the green monster, pretty much, dude. So where are the seats? All right. <clears throat> so how this ties into VR for me is. We saw last week we played our TikTok video where I played the home run derby 
the MLB VR game and they added Fenway Park in Boston to it. So like I got to be, so in VR, I get to go to Fenway Park and play Home Run Derby. And it's cool seeing how accurate their design is to Fenway. Then I'm like, oh my God, I get to go to Fenway too. So I literally played that day before we went. And then I played again when we came home or the next day, cause it was late. But I was literally comparing. And the, so one really interesting thing, in the game, they 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 include the Prudential Center, which is a building you can see when, like, if you're at home plate, you can see the Prudential Center sticking up. And I was like, shit, there's the Prudential Center, and that's in-game too, lined up perfectly. But one small thing, like, everything else was exact, dude. <clears throat> and now when I'm in the VR game, I'm like, oh, that's where I came out. Like, I, that's the door I came out of, and that's where I was sitting. And, like, I took some pictures, like, oh, that's a picture I took. But one, the smallest thing blew my mind. So at the Bill Burr show, they took your your phones using this new thing called Yonder. These big events, especially comedians, are doing it. So you can't film their act and upload it. You know, like everybody does. Yeah, for sure. So like when you come in, they take your phone and it gets locked in this bag. So you keep the bag. So they don't, you know, you don't have to deal with losing your phone. But you can't open it. It needs like this magnetic thing. So if, you, if there's an emergency, you can run out and they'll open it. Or wh when you leave, there's this long line unlocking the phone. A really good idea. Yeah. Hey, it works. It adds a little bit of time, but not not much. Um, but it, it works. I mean, he did some weird material where he's like, this is why I have your phones locked up. So you can't <laughs> record me and put this shit out there right away. Um, but... Just just like uh, getting to see it all and then come back and experience it, it really was that on. Uh, oh, what I was saying, because they took my phone, I didn't have a uh, clock. I had no idea what time it is, which is like really disorienting when you actually realize like, wait, I have no way, like everything's gone. I Is it eight? Is it nine? There's this tiny blue circle clock, this tiny, I'm looking all around because you think it's Fenway, there must be like a giant like screen or something with time no 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 but there's this tiny like blue clock with like white dials like you know minutes and hours so it you can see it at night fairly well because you know it's pretty dark and i'm like finally there's a clock so i use that the whole night to tell what time it is when i was in the vr game i was like oh shit even that tiny little clock was there they put it Where in. Are we talking this clock is because you're with your hand. You're showing. Is it just a just a few inches big? Just well, a no, bit of clock? it's small because I'm like a hundred feet away. So oh, it's that okay, big. okay, yeah. But yeah. even even in relation, like let's say this is like like a giant billboard, like that size. It you know it's still That's, probably it's not huge. By any means. That's so amazing that they put that into that game. Yeah, just so, for it to be the scale and everything to on. look like that. That's amazing. And it was just so weird because you know you expect to be like these big things that really like blow you away, and it's like, nope. It was because I actually used that clock, and then seeing it in game was like, oh yeah, that was the clock I was using. That's so weird. That makes me wonder if they did it like through photo geometry yeah i think like, they must or have. 
Or they, they probably will, they probably have a layout of like all of you know MLB must have blueprints for all the stadiums or something. Yeah, like that. that's probably true. But they uh, like on our racing where. Um, they have the tracks laser scanned. I don't really know what that consists of, but they're supposed to be like you'll if there's a, a no, hump like on li- a track. Is that lidar? You will actually. Yeah, yeah I don't I think really know how they go yeah, about it. Yeah, it maps laser the ground scan. from like above. I think. Okay. So yeah. laser scanning probably wouldn't work unless. So, or they could have took like a panoramic picture. Would, I don't know how they would, did it. It would That's probably really give you a rough draft. Sometimes they do both. Like they'll 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 merge both and yeah, you could combine it all. Yeah. Yeah, and then kind of just massage the the rough ends. Here, look, I got a few pictures. Let's see what I got. I'm gonna share screen here. Should join the stream. This was just a news article. That's Billy. Billy Barr. Oh my god, dude! The 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 more more of the show was in the audience, like all these oh, yeah. drunk Bostonians, just like, yo, dude, dude, like I'm not exaggerating. It was, I bet, it was funny. One kid goes, dad, dad, and the kid's like thirty. He's <laughs> like, yo, dad, <laughs> and then he's like. You believe this? This guy's just talking. He's got this whole place sold out. A stadium. <laughs> yeah. Dad's like, whack the kid. And they're all drunk. It was... uh. But is, that, no, is that what Rocky's supposed to be? Like Rocky Balboa? No. Is he supposed to be Rocky's from? Chicago. or I'm pretty sure it's Chicago. Oh, it might be. I was just thinking about Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Philadelphia. Because Always Sunny in Philadelphia. They they did the thing with Charlie. Charlie running up the steps. That's right. That's right. Um, But, yeah, so it's just cool, Bill Burr, getting to, like, imagine you start off comedy in, like, these small rooms in Boston. And then, like, they're like, oh, do you want to play Fenway Park? It's like, uh, oh. That's nuts. Yeah, they don't have any good photos. All right, so my photos are probably going to be the best. Let's see what we got. I got some other random stuff in here. So, okay. That's the... St- There's a New Balance uh, ad, Sam Adams. Can we see the clock here? Uh, yeah, it looks good. It just, that just blows me away. I mean, I know Bill Burr's... It just, you know, there's some awesome comedians out there that... I don't think there's been a stage bigger than this, has there? Like the maybe I don't know. Maybe with um, I'm sure Chappelle did some stuff, but I don't know. Who knows? I, that's something to look up. Um, yeah, it's pretty nuts. But so what they did is they flipped it. So the stage was actually against the Green Monster, so the back of the stadium instead of the like where the home base is. So and there was all seating in the actual seats, and then there was on-field seating, which is, like, the whole reason I wanted to go is to get this cool, I mean, obviously, Bill but, like, getting to go to, like, the staff sections of the stadium that you'd normally never get to see. I did take one video of it, but uh, I didn't, I don't think it's worth seeing. So that's, this is the back of Green Monster here, and that's where the stage was. And they had these giant, really uh, high-quality, like, HD screens that are, like, 20 feet um oh that's so cool wide and across 
Everybody's kind of got drunk eyes. One thing that's cool, let me see. I can zoom in if I open it. This part right here. Yeah, the Wait. scoreboard. Yeah, do you see it says his name? Oh, yeah, it says Bill Burr there. Yeah. Yeah, that was pretty cool. <laughs> That's pretty cool. So what else we got here? I was Made a taking... Bill Burr out of the... So what was interesting, you know how I said that, so they took your phones, right? For everyone in the normal seats, like the actual seats, you had to wait until you got out of Fenway to get your phone unlocked. But for everybody that had turf seats... They, they like came around and unlocked your phone before you left. So you had like five or 10 minutes to actually get some photos like from the, the grass. So that's nice. why I actually have photographs because right here, everybody's just getting their phones back. See the, these like pouches here? That's the phone pouches. So only the yeah. people that had the turf seats kind of got a chance to get their phone out and take. So this is the back left. Um, this is the green monster. This is the that's the door I came in and out of. And I can actually see that door in VR. In the VR. That's so cool. There's yellow poles there, everything. Let's Have see. you ever tried the uh Google Earth VR and seen if you could go into Fenway Park? No, has, I mean I tried it when no. it first came out. It wouldn't be this kind of detail, but I bet you could get close to You could see the outside for sure. See, that's the main thing there, uh, like the, the box. That's a pretty cool shot. But that's dead yeah, on that's in awesome. VR, that box up top. This is everybody. And you Do you just see? get to smack home runs for like 20 bucks <laughs> in VR. Look at that. It's just so huge and yeah, epic. It's here, I take one shot of the audience. See, those are all like the actual seat seats. And we're going through this like, you know, staff door. But wait, is this where? Look at all those people. Do you see that? Yeah, that's a lot of people. Hey, uh, that uh, Tennessee football game I went to the other day had over 100,000 people there. Really? So that's like double. The amount of this. Yeah. It used to hold 120,000, but it's lowered. That's... Yeah, it's insane. What is this? Oh, that's the coyote. Coyote I just saw uh, shopping. Just a random coyote hanging out in Boston. Sick. He must have been a little messed up or something. He's at Target. People just... Dude, there was just a ring of cars around it. So weird. Like, just all of <laughs> the cameras out. Like, <sighs> Here's a wild, wild animal in, in Boston. Well, it's weird because I actually read a news article two days ago where it said coyotes are going crazy in Massachusetts. And then I was like, oh, my God, it's a the, the news was right for once. <laughs> Apparently. Well. Where are all these coyotes coming from? Maybe the news is letting them loose. The news is dropping them off, man. <laughs> yeah. Slow news week. The new like if we put a few coyotes at the Target, <laughs> everybody goes to Target. Yeah. <laughs> like what's the Target? We'll put Tar Target's the Target. 
we'll put one or two out at Target a week, and then we'll say there's hundreds of thousands at Dude, that's Walmart. A... <laughs> and then it's Target not a would bad idea. <laughs> I mean, you could absolutely like just at a populated place like that that you know people are going to just a few different cities place something. Yeah. <laughs> do it with like a fake UFO or uh, alien or something. Like well, alien spotted at Target. <laughs> Um, Aliens are apparently attracted to the targets because three different ones in three locations across the United States have spotted UFOs. Be- because they like good deals and discounts and high quality <laughs> products. Yeah. Um, so Beam me up. <laughs> target's new motto. Beam me up. Beam me up, but lower the yeah, prices. That, that Target's actually a crop circle. <laughs> Brilliant! It's always been that way. Brilliant! Target crop circles start popping up around. That's a good, like AR meet mart. You know, multimedia marketing idea. I think a company must have done that at one point, like crop circle <laughs> logos. Um. So real quick before we go on to like AI stuff or whatever, um, space news. So an update. We had our biggest episode ever was about this smartless fiasco um, where we got screwed over and and basically Conan O'Brien opened the first show. There were two shows, cost the same amount of money, which was a lot. And they, they were like, okay, we joked that, oh, maybe the first, you know, maybe the guest is going to be Conan O'Brien. Turns out we were right, but it was just for the first show. And then all the people that had the second show got some... MIT lecture, like that was boring. It happened to be about AI, Quint, you know, coincidentally, actually. Yeah, uh, and you would he, think with the first show being uh, the Conan that he would but reappear. Why would you send Conan home? Yeah, why would you let him yeah. go? Uh, so it blew up online. People were very upset. The show, the second show, like the the AI guy, his name was like Max something. He's actually a published author. He's really smart and great, but it wasn't interesting. And everybody was going there expecting like a light, funny show. And then knowing Conan was there a minute ago, kind of just riled everyone up. So there, there was like this smartless support group hashtag going. We did a whole podcast talking it, re- retelling the story and how upset we were. We wanted to see Conan. It was like a dream of ours. Um, so in that episode, I declared that one way or another, we would see Conan O'Brien this year. And that was in about February, I think, of 2022. I get the email because I buy Conan stuff. I'm on his email and... I think it was last week we got an email. It's like pre-sale for Conan O'Brien. And I was like, oh my God, is he coming to Boston? So it's not Boston. He's doing a live podcast at the New York Comedy Festival. And I was like, it's close enough, I guess. So boom, bought tickets. We're going to go see Conan O'Brien finally this year. As I said in that podcast, this year, I think it's November. We'll see the his podcast, Conan O'Brien Needs a Friend, live. And it's like a cool version for the independent, uh, yeah, independent, it's for the comedy, New York Comedy Festival. So it's him and his assistant and the producer. You know, it's not like, it's more like the actual crew and not like, oh, we just need to put on a good show, so let's get a big celebrity guest or something. So 
very excited. We'll definitely have some podcast material for th- from that because we might go see another show while we're there. There's a comedian, Miss Pat, that's playing right after. We might be able to fit in. I might try to go to like one of the comedy venues there and just see who's around. Who knows? Yeah, there should be a lot of good comedians there, I would imagine. Yeah. So, but, yeah, but, that's awesome. We made the declaration here and it came to follow done. through. So, we'll be taking a little trip to New York in November, New York in November. In November to see Coney. And he won't be with his uh his network so he can say whatever he wants. Exactly. Well, That's know. the thing. I'd Judge, rather yeah. see Conan than Conan as a guest with Smartless. Because you know how comedians are when they're with each other. It's all just kind of one-upping each other. You know, and they're yeah. all like, ha, 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 ha. Like, it's not the real Conan. Not the real Conan. Oh, that's going to be awesome. I'll tell him. I'll be like, hey, we did a VR episode and my character was you. We played mini golf. We played putt putt in space, and I was Conan, and my friend Nick was Pee Wee Herman. <laughs> anyway, well, I played that. Uh, speaking of that, we we had that episode where we played putt putt. You know, yeah, and walkabout mini golf. And, oh. Yeah, I went back and played walkabout not long ago because they had that expansion for the uh, the labyrinth. Labyrinth, and everybody yeah. was yeah. Everybody was dressed as uh, different characters from yeah, let's pull it up. the, uh, yeah, there was, uh, I think, uh, there's no David Bowie, but there is a Hal, what, a Hoggle, and that little fox that rides the dog, you can be one of those. Oh, you can but be But I was one? still Pee-wee. Oh, yeah, so you're, character. You're the, yeah, you're the character, but uh, I was still Pee-wee. <laughs> All right, let's see. Yeah. Yeah, you can oh, be it looks gorgeous. Oh, it's so good. And it had so many neat little details to it. Like that right there, there's poop. That's That right there where he was at, there was poop in a swamp, you know, from the movie. And if Shit you swamp? step while you're... Yeah, right there that you just went by. Yeah, I saw it. Uh, you step on the stones and it makes farting noises. And if you hit the ball into the shit swamp, your ball turns shit colored for the that's rest funny. of the game. Yeah, that's a shit little ball. Easter egg. Yeah. It looks oh, great. It's so good. Yeah, I haven't it's got so it good. yet. I got Look all at the this. DLCs. Did you see that map? Yeah. That's, that's a real thing. You have to, I see it. Yeah. Um what's I didn't it? MC even Escher. know how to handle that. Oh, MC yeah, Escher. it is Escher. Absolutely. That's yeah, awesome. it was so awesome. Well, I mean, you know, we're not, there's no reason we can't do it. I'll buy it. We can do it next week or something. Let's see if Kaz oh, wants I got to it. join. Yeah. I got the expansion, so you don't That's have what to I buy mean. the expansion. Oh, yeah. you can host it. Yeah. So do you yeah, own it on Steam? It. You ended up buying it on Steam, right? Yep. Yeah, I, I got off of that. Yeah, the FYI for everyone out there. Yeah, we learned the Vive port version doesn't get the updates or yeah, it didn't get, work. You so don't well. have an option to buy the DLCs. So yeah, well, they need but to keep. I still exclusive. like the Vive port, but yeah, I think that's yeah, a good just deal. Kind of like a, to get you hooked on, Vibe, on the game. 
ViveReport.com, CEO, Editor-in-Chief. I wrote, I was commissioned by v, uh, HTC Vice President of VR, Rickard Stiber, to write uh, my article, Top 15 Pieces on Viveport Subscription. Hey, hey. Oh, yeah. What did they give me? Um, they gave me, like, a game for it. Oh, did they? I can't remember which game it was. I was wondering because I know a few people that have it might have been the mission from uh, Viport, and I wondered what you what they gave them. Nah, yeah, they didn't pay me. It's more just to to be featured on their website. Um, well, sure. I think I they gave they me it was like Cloudhead game actually. The gallery, I think it was the sequel, like Heart of the Emberstone oh, or nice. something. I think it was that. Yeah. It was just they, they they were doing like community giveaways and had those and they were like here take one. I was like, oh. <laughs> but um yeah, so yeah. if we record it'd probably be a better idea because if we record next week then I don't have to skip VR for the weekend. I can play it with you for the pod and then you know, go play pistol whip and stuff. So maybe yeah, we aim awesome. for that. Okay, cool. All right, noted for next week. So Let's let's before we do AI because that's gonna we'll we'll end with that. Um, the most interesting in space, the most interesting thing in space this week. Dun dun dun. Yeah, I I haven't heard. All I've been watching is the Ar Armides or Ar whatever that spaceship that NASA was gonna launch that failed. Oh, I didn't know about that. Astronomers are freaking yeah. out over bizarre rectangle-shaped rings in space. <laughs> Wait, so what hmm. were you saying? Armides? Oh, yeah. Uh, it's something like that. Yeah, NASA was going to send another uh, crew to the moon, and they're sending a test ship. Um, I probably am... Oh, no, it's not like a failure like that. It they uh, postponed launch. Four days ago, SpaceX booster. No, no, no. NASA. No, moon it's nothing to do with SpaceX. First test flight. NASA's moon rocket yeah. moved to first test flight. That's August seventeen. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they they went to launch and Artemis? It had a bad valve. Artemis. Yeah, that was it. Yeah, a valve on it was bad, so they had to postpone it. So they're blaming they valve. It's valve yeah, fault. They're blaming valve. Yep. Any they, they want to take a, Gabe a down valve. a pack. Always a step. They're it, like it's just the government, man. It's ooh. just part of the government trying to take the games down. But yeah, they're going to send more people to uh, okay. space to uh, the moon again. Yo, and this is just PBS like a test run org is spamming me okay i need to put this thing down it's clicking on me and driving me crazy all right so basically that's huge 322 foot rocket emerged from its mammoth hangar it's a Kennedy yeah it's Space a massive hangar. rocket so it didn't happen no uh, all they have SLS. to do is address the uh, the issue, though. And then I think they're going to try the next windows, like September 12th or something like that. But, yeah, it's a huge... Uh, 
Rocket, well, and right now it's unmanned, but you know, the plan is to make another one that's manned. I, I do think we're going to need to have some sort of base, like a moon base, um, well, to as go many deeper po- as into possible. Space, we, we need to put a lot of fuel on well, absolutely, yeah. Well, for for multiple reasons. The my initial thought was so I know in the past, um, even this just past month, there were like building size meteors coming by, you know, and like oh, any yeah. of those can go off. And, and going into the twenty thirties, twenty twenties, twenty thirties, there's a lot of what is it called near near Earth objects? Neo neos near Earth objects. Yeah. Um, that yeah, are for defense purpose. Exactly. Well, just so they can track, get better data, and if needed, like launch something from there. Like, didn't we have that Star Wars program where we were putting lasers to to move? You know, if something was coming towards the Earth, we kind of push it off its path. So if we had uh, something on the moon, supposedly, yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's what they're, so, they were saying. I, I, it would only help to have something on the moon, like little controls. You know, it'd be great if it was like open source and enthusiasts could connect to it and like get like radar or satellite readings from space right to the computer. Because that's that would it, be cool. Those are the people that find shit, right? Absolutely. You you pay like a billion people to do it, you find nothing, and then you got some like br- brilliant like independent. Um, astronomer or whatever data analyst that like oh did you find this see this one thing here which means there's freaking life on another planet you know who knows what it is but have you ever played Kerbal space through. program Mm-mm. but well, I watched a lot of videos you know make it they, yeah, I, know they make I don't know of them. a whole lot about rockets but Kerbal space program actually taught me a, a lot about rockets that I didn't know. And, uh, well, one thing I read the other day is this, um, what was the name of it? Armides? Um, what's her name? It's the character from Sonny's Artemis. Yeah. Remember Artemis? Artemis. Artemis. Uh, they said it's going to burn, uh, a ton of fuel every second. A ton of oh, fuel wow. every second. So like literally. Yeah, and the So yeah, so they you know, you got these boosters that are attached to the side of that thing. Mm-hmm. And then you also have another engine in the middle to uh launch it. But yeah, that's just to get it to space. Yeah. It's so yeah, hard get it out to get of the atmosphere. Out of the atmosphere. Yeah, it's but, like you're in mud. Yeah, by the time you get to space, we don't have a whole lot of fuel left to to travel. And the faster you go, you know, as long as you got propulsion, your speed can go faster and faster and mm-hmm. faster. But we don't have much fuel left by the time we get up there to to do that. But if we had a moon base and could add fuel yeah, to it. Yeah, you launch from there, it eliminates a lot of that. Yeah. If you had the power that that uh, spaceship had, we could blast crazy a crazy distance away. Yeah. And come back because we lose so much getting out of this atmosphere. Mm-hmm. Well, that's what's heading coming. Um, We're on our way. 
Yeah, I mean, well, what's his... You know, Surprise El- and Elon don't talk about that much. Well, I was going to say, Elon's going to Mars or whatever. He's always oh, he's wearing yeah, his I would imagine Mars shirt. You would, if I, you would think they would use the moon to launch to Mars. It would be. I feel like NASA thing. got to the moon and Elon's like, I'll get to Mars. You know, like I'm going. Yeah, yeah, probably. Like, yeah, uh, yeah. Um, I, I, they were talk. He was talking about his uh, space uh, rocket he has, and uh, he said that. He actually made the uh, tip of the rocket pointier than was needed because on... Sounds familiar. Yeah, it, it he actually is losing a little bit of efficiency because mm. he wanted to be extra pointy because on... Um, what's the spy that shagged me? Dr. Evil. He had that... Uh, rocket and he said it has to be extra pointy because it it looks scarier like that yeah yeah um uh, what's austin, powers. The spy austin, that, po- austin powers yeah 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 he said uh that they have to be extra pointy he does everything for the meme he really does yeah <laughs> it's just a big joke um well he yeah, and he's wearing the occupy mars shirt all the time but i mean i really think he He's going to do it, or at least he thinks he's going to do it. But um, Oh, he probably will. Yeah. So check this so out. This was this was the story. Rectangle. This was uh, new from, you know, we're, we're basically been following that web, James Webb Telescope, right? Since it launched. Sure. These are the new yeah. photos, okay? So an image of Bright Star's odd-shaped rings is the most recent mystery to come out of the super powerful James Webb Space Telescope. I'm looking for a date. Oh, yeah, there it is, September 2. Today's September 2, so we're on it. Look at this thing, man. Yeah, uh, that looks like the camera's fault, but they're okay, so not wait. saying it's the camera's fault, wait, wait. so that's insane. No, no, the blue, do you see these blue like yeah. lines? That's the camera. Those are camera artifacts. So that we oh, can yeah. ignore. The blue. Well, they would have said if it was camera no, artifacts. That actually they, looks like an explosion with pulses. No, no. They did. They did. They said. Something. These blue oh, lines. These blue lines. That's just yeah. the camera. That's the camera artifacts. Oh. This. This is. These are rings. Like, you know. Saturn's rings or whatever. Yeah. Rings around a planet. But they're almost uh, square shaped. They're not perfect circle. It don't look like rings to me. It looks like it looks like the center thing is exploding every so much. Like once a year like a it ripple. explodes. Like a boom, yeah, boom, that's what boom. it looks like to it, me. It also seems like, uh, you know how frequencies, like if you put a certain frequency in like water or like sand on a surface yeah. and then put a certain frequency through it. The sand vibrates to create like a circle or, do you know, let me see. Yeah. Vi- let's see. Frequency. I can't believe vibrate. I haven't seen that image. That is. It's brand new. So look, here we go. This is exactly what I'm talking about. Sand and oh, sound yeah, waves. Cool. Check this out. 
If you want to find the secrets of the universe, think in terms of energy, frequency, and vibration. Nikola Tesla. <laughs> yeah, I wonder if the, the this sand shape will ever make the same shape yeah, as we're saying. You may have you may figure out the reason why. See, as the pitch of the tone increases, geometric patterns will form and become more complex. So now we're running 478 hertz. Boom! The sand moves so cool. to create images. Or not images, like shapes. They're almost like um, ink blots. Fascinating. See, now that's kind of Look at that, 1033 shape. hertz. Yeah, see what I'm saying? This is the, mm -hmm. this is, there was still another thing that came to my mind, which I'm going to see if you see as well, but how could it not be frequency related, right? Yeah, absolutely. So what's generating yeah, the frequency out there that's, that's so intense that it's manipulating like space? Yeah, what's the cool to make Look those. at that. Insane, right? Man. That would be a genius way to communicate where you're located at is by making some kind oh, of crazy so we, pattern out of we have to reverse engineer what what frequency creates that pattern and then that frequency like with a certain decimal point is like a latitude longitude point in space or something. No, we just got to go to that spot. Oh. <laughs> they set the frequency up, and the frequency so it's created like a, a wave saying, "Hey, look at me! Uh, come, come over here." Well, yeah. Imagine that space rocks are floating out out in space, and they generate a thing just like we seen, like with the sand and the speaker. Yeah. And they make it, and the space rocks create this pattern so huge that anybody can find it from space, or at least it'd be better than shining a light, or so it's a big flag saying, come here. <laughs> it could be. I mean, they've certainly said, so they, they, they said they, they've never seen anything like it. So it's been eight months since James Webb has been out there. We've been potting it all along, more or less. And it sent back photographs of mysterious structures, ancient galaxies, and dying stars. Um, yeah, it has a hundred times. We are, we've got we already gone all over this. So here's the actual people but that kind of found it. Nope, I don't know what this is. Some kind of spiral nebula around WR140, and um, they said it's bonkers. See, here's where it says that six. Right, yeah, the frequency like, idea. Yeah, if they're say we record this frequency over time and we notice uh, the changing pattern, maybe it's like a uh, like a, what a Morse code or something yeah, like that. Something. Um, it could just be a like signal. just like data. Like if you you know open in an image file in a text viewer, like you're gonna see all the code behind it. Like we just have to figure out what that code is needs to be processed through maybe we enter those the the frequency that we get f that creates that same pattern put it into like an ai generator thing and then boom it's like gives us a face of an alien it generates it like oh shit <laughs> that'd be pretty dope <laughs> um 
but yeah, man, it's a pretty, pretty cool. So what I was saying earlier, where like one of the first places my mind went to what that could be, it kind of looks like, do you ever like, um, touch, get your finger on the back of a CD and see your fingerprint? Yeah. Yeah. It looks just like it, don't it? Do you see the fingerprint in it? Oh yeah. It looks just like it. <laughs> it just needs some more turns and twists. In my head, I was like, what if there's literally, you know, we are, simulation theory is real. This is all a simulation. And one of the data disks, when they were like <laughs> assembling it, some asshole fucking put his finger on the data disk and they're like, God damn it, Larry, what did you do? And they're like, we'll just leave it. Nobody <laughs> will notice. And now we're going back in time with this web telescope and like, what is this thing around these stars? And it's really this fucking guy his fingerprint because he didn't wear gloves or something while he was assembling the hard disk that our simulation lives on. Just a smudge in the universe. Right? So that could be like if if God was a woman, they're lifting up their skirt and that's what it is. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> this is some sort of skirt rings. Yeah. Oh no. That's, so that's, this that's this is the brown light. star. What you're saying, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's the 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 light right there. Maybe that is. That's the light. <laughs> it's it's like Cassiopeia, or uh, not. <laughs> what's that? Uh, what's the name of that uh, woman that turned people to stone? Whenever was it? Cass I'm thinking of League of Legends, and there's. A Cassiopeia on that. But, no, uh, it's the one with the Hydra. Cleopatra. The Cleopatra's Cleopatra? real. She didn't turn anyone to stone. Oh, yeah. uh, oh, we got from the background Medusa. 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 <laughs> it's it's kind of like a Medusa. Funny enough, also <laughs> um, Medical USA. Medusa. I'm, pr I'm pretty sure there's a company called Medusa that's like a medical company. But uh, That's kind of scary but yeah i think i've heard of them it's a pretty cool photo yeah that's really interesting it is awesome photo and they're, they're still pouring through it so they really don't know they said the red curvy yet boxy stuff is real it's a series of shells around r1 wr140 actually in space around a star like it's real like those that red kind of what we're saying is a fingerprint it's a physical thing um yeah, it's pretty nuts. So I guess we'll see. They're all freaking you know, out over it. I haven't seen much from James Webb. I've been kind of disappointed because, you know, I was expecting a lot of a lot of stuff coming out of it, but there's not Well, check much. this. So it says um I, you know, never never mind the puzzling shape of the rings. WR140 is actually a pair of stars called a Wolf Rayette. Wolf Rayet star, which is an old, rapidly depleting star and an O-type star, which are massive and bright but short-lived. As the pair of stars orbit, they produce cosmic dust when they come close to one another every 7.95 years, which is kicked out into space as the rings visible in this image uh, with the Space Web, uh, James Webb Space Telescope infrared capabilities. So, they're 
What they're saying is they're kind of two stars that are just orbiting each other, and every 7.95 years, they get close enough to kind of brush off dust, which is what we're seeing in the photo. See, that must be the two stars kind of dancing. But so still, every ring is eight years. Yeah, 7.94, apparently. Supposedly. Oh, all right. Let's, uh, Either that or the fingerprint is what I'm going to go with. I love the fingerprint idea because it plays into simulation theory and <laughs> all these other ideas. Or even if you want to be religious about it and be like, yeah, that's my whatever religion you are, your God's fingerprint or something. It's a cool idea. <laughs> or vagina, whatever you want to call it. <laughs> well, you know, artists do like to hide little signatures and stuff. But um, <laughs> so we, we, were, we were talking about Dali. I mean, well, AI, open AI, future of AI. Oh, we'll yeah. wrap on this. It's getting late around these parts, which means I have a late AI dinner and miss VR. Come out big lately. It is blowing up. So check this out. Before we started the pod, I went to... So the guy that makes Crayon, C-R-A-I-Y-O-N, mm. it's, it's a version of... Um, oh, there's another the thing. artificial intelligence. Um, yeah, they they built Dali. He he, using like the GitHub repo, or whatever he made. So you just draw. You could just type, and it will AI will make a model drawing from any text prompt. So this I typed in space debris. These images are all AI generated just from the term space debris. That's awesome. So this one has like earth, but it's like fragmented. And oh, dude, look, it looks like a, a looming comet or something about to smash yeah. into us. And look, it even got, yeah, that, looks, that looks like South America or something there. It does, but in a cloud form. All right, let's start with the top one here. Yo, look at that. This could be like a future where we got like um, some sort of defense shield around the earth. Yeah, that's or too many satellites out there. <laughs> space junk. Space but isn't debris. It, isn't it crazy that we just typed space debris and an AI was able to make all these images like gold, solar foil, yeah. reading well, the earth. Even crazier. Even the context. It does it? It gives you nine of them in like two seconds for free. Is what's so, mind blowing. A lot of that is this dude that put together this. C-R-A-Y. It's huggingface.co, but he's migrating it to Crayon because he got this new name, C-R-A-I-Y-O-N, Crayon. Um, but it actually took quite a few minutes to generate. So I've been digging Look into at this Look quite at that. a bit. Like, what is that, that dude? Is awesome. The shit falling and hitting us or something? I don't know. That looks almost like the traveling past of silence of uh satellites or something maybe it's just so interesting to think that looks just, pretty cool it looks like just a see there it is again almost looks like ring. fires what this one yeah that's a really cool one man maybe we'll use that i gotta save all these you know what let's do it again with space debris podcast and see if it changes look at this one it's yeah, like a I second planet stuff. Do you see that? Oh, that is 
Yeah, it's like it's like an strange. Earth made of space debris, like they see in the future. This one has a whole different color scheme. So, Here, there's another do, yeah. Okay, go ahead. Really good one. Um, I I've actually been trying these out quite a bit, and I got a beta invite for the uh, Dolly, and you did. also are you in disc are in the yeah. Discord? Um, no, I'm not in the discord because i feel like uh, that's where it's all happening man there's like a like a new new deep web and it's these discord chat rooms discord and reddit but a lot of the hardcore stuff's happening in discord well that the reason why is because there's one called mid journey mid journey yeah yeah yeah. that's what one in the article we're going to show uh Bullshit, yeah, it's like it's like an in between of what you got the crayon and Dolly. Dolly's supposed to be the pinnacle, but I I honestly like uh, Mid Journey better. Mid Journey is yeah. fantastic. Um, there's times where Dolly probably comes out and shines a little brighter, but well, just for day to day, for my use, I, I really love Mid Journey. Yeah, I mean, all of them still do require. It depends, you know. You can either just be an idiot, type something, and let it go, or you use it as a as a tool where you're using bias or playing with different things and values to generate uh, images. In the past, like I used to make a lot of glitch art where you just open up image files or any sort of you know photo image file in text editors. Yeah. And go through and just play with, like, what if I cut all this text out? Or what if I copy, paste, copy, paste, copy, paste, like, a hundred times in the middle of it? And then you save it and then open it as an image. And you'd start to, you know, you get a sense of what does what. So then it's up to you as an artist to be like, okay, so if I pull this a little more, I'm going to get more of this. Or, or this sector is what plays with the colors versus the shapes or the, you know, curves instead of yeah. angles. So there still is sure. user input that, that... So here, before we go, I want to look at what you were just talking about. This one. So using MidJourney, somebody won first place at a state fair fine arts competition. I, see, I read that earlier. People were pissed. Yeah, artists were pissed. Not people. Artists were pissed. (laughs) (laughs) And I don't have a problem with it. I love it. Me either. But I I do think there... So all that means is they need to make a new uh, category of like AI generated or something because it's a different skill. You know, someone doing by hand... uh, just uh, yeah, just I to appease the artist in a different category so you call it like but, by hand art or like digital art and digital art could encompass cuz even like what's photoshop you know what i mean like you're still using it's just giving you a ui and tools like what is smudge how would you do that without photoshop right like you you need the software and and the the, the way to manipulate and all these values that make it all happen um well but yeah so okay it it's almost exactly like whenever we went from seeing disney movies like like uh yeah like hand-drawn 
You remember Lion King? It was a beautiful hand-drawn. Yeah. It was amazingly beautiful. To 3D and then we went generated. to Toy Story. It was 3D, and it lost so much by doing it. But it looked really awesome, too, but it lost so much touch. This is the exact same thing. Yeah, you're right. This is the image that won. It's really cool. It looks like some, like, space opera. Like Lord yeah, of the it's Rings amazing. in space. Lord of the Saturn Rings. There it is. Jason can Allen, you imagine? First place. Think, think about a video bucks. game like... I'd take that. Well, so that's what we're getting to, game. right? Every video game could be made by AI. Mechanics, the art. Yeah, like... All right. Like No Man's Sky, it's a procedural game. Yeah. Well, instead of having the procedural vegetation like they have... Uh, currently, which is just about a hundred different objects that they they throw in different uh, yeah earths. You know they can so actually procedurally yeah versus like oh everything. it's got I think it's like cells or I forget what they're called but there's like only so many of them and it's just like a throwing dice basically as to which side yeah. it lands on. It's not actual AI that's like here's a whole new world. I just developed it yeah. while you were like loading over there. I just generated like six new worlds. Where have you been? Um, but yeah, so it's it does bring in the whole. So this guy is from the Mid Journey Discords, the guy that won. Like it, he was talking to them the whole time, like, "Yo, I'm gonna post this thing. I'll put the state fair for fine art and see." And then they fucking gave him first place, and he comes back to the Discord like, "You will never believe, I won first place." <laughs> Seven hundred fifty dollars or awesome. whatever. Um, his yeah, That's user awesome. Sincarnate, Sincarnate Discord user. We got to get some of these uh, Discord people in so, the chat. The way uh, Mid Journey works is you actually add a bot to your Discord server, and you type in what you want it to um, load up, and it will load them up in your Discord server. So we should actually put a mid-journey bot in our Space Debris podcast server, which everybody, if you're listening, should you could come, come join our Space Degree podcast. I saw a new... Uh, did you invite someone else to the Discord? Oh, uh, yeah, that was a guy I was working with uh, on All right, the development sure. of the Valheim... Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's Valheim cool, yeah. Mod. Well, everybody's yeah. welcome. But, uh, yeah, so everybody's yeah. just saying, I knew this would be controversial. Turns out the guy actually has a company, um, Sincarnate. He makes in, he, he, he's the president of a Colorado based tabletop gaming company, Incarnate Games. So, you know, mm. of course, it's interesting for him to get some PR and maybe sell a couple of tabletop games or whatever. Too bad sure. Kaz is not here. I know he's all about tabletop. Oh, uh, yeah. He probably knows the company. But he said, despite the controversy, the win has only encouraged him. I'm not stopping now, he said. This win has only emboldened my mission. So we're going to see some... <laughs> to tell everybody AI is taking over. Here, check out these... Well, before we do that, let's look at our space... So we added podcasts to the space debris for the for the um 
Dali two crayon image generator. Yeah. So it didn't didn't change much. I mean, they're completely different. This one's got like holes in Earth or something. So it didn't seem like podcast what? did too much. Maybe. Well, that's different. Looks like a little yeah, panda. There's face a lot something. of uh, defining parameters with whenever yeah, you put in the text input, a, you say like. There's a uh, bias. You, Where is it? Uh, yeah. Shoot. Is it on this that's one? How yeah, get, bias and limitations. Know, oh no, no, he's just talking about it. Yeah, this is just the one this guy, um, hugging face crayon developed. But, but one thing I don't understand is they're very bad at at putting text. Like, I told it to make a logo saying "Space Debris Podcast," and it could not do it. It can't. Yeah, that makes sense because that's a language. It's not something like arch, you know, natural per se. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Put in it will not let's just text. see podcast, right? I'd be curious. It takes a few minutes. So while we do that, I just want to look through this guy, Daniel Eckler. I shouted him out. We retweeted him. He actually followed us. We followed Vive Report. Uh, I was like, oh, that's pretty cool. And he had this really uh, interesting the uh, tweet here. 27 tweets that will explode your brain, apparently. Mm. So if we go through this, it's basically showing AI in every industry and like how it's going to take over and it's like already there. So oh, yeah, for sure. AI art, AI film, AI games. So this right here. But then I thought, let's just turn the whole thing into a... So I wanted to sketch this crab character, but then I thought, actually, I'll let an AI design that for me. But then I thought, I might as well have an AI animate it. But then I thought, actually, let me turn the 2D into 3D with another AI. And then I decided to add some color and lights, which look good, so I decided to animate that. But then I thought, let's just turn the whole thing into an AR filter. So I went ahead and did that. So I wanted to sketch this. Wow. All AI to AI to AI. It's just converting, converting, con convert from two flat to 2D, convert from 2D to 3D, convert from 3D to model art, uh, I mean lighting models. And then, yeah, let's just make it an AR filter and now it's mixed XR. <laughs> so that was the but first we're, one. We're just so much in the Your main Mickey Mouse could have been like AI. That, so. Maybe Walt Disney's fucking That's AI, what? right? Maybe our brain generates AR alternative alternate reality. Right? Maybe our thoughts <laughs> are actually alternate realities. Like right? Because that's what they say, like every every possible real like possibility happens in a in a one reality or another. So like every thought I have might be like giving birth to a new reality where that is a thing. <laughs> interesting take on it but right if we're if what are thoughts what does an ai think it's generating what it thinks basically you're you're like asking it something or giving it a prompt just like in um writing writing classes they'll give you a prompt like i went to the store today and or in comedy improv they do that like you're at the gas uh gas station what happens next and like your brain has to be like, oh, and different brains are better than others at generating certain things. Disney's sitting there staring at a wall and sees these two little mice talking to each other or some shit. And now he's like, you know, 
frozen in a fucking cryo vault for the next thousand <laughs> years. He allegedly. Maybe it won't be that long. And yeah, that's well, what I've always heard. Yo, Theo Vaughn had one of the main guys that runs the cryo facility that Ted Williams is at. So for real, Ted Williams, famous baseball player, he is officially cryogenically frozen. It leaked, so they admit to it because it's like the one that leaked. But they have a company where you... It's almost like a subscription that you buy into. You pay a yearly fee, and when you die, they immediately cryogenically freeze you. So you have to sign all these contracts, and you pay a yearly fee or whatever, and then it costs like 80K, but your life insurance would cover that. Um, but it would oh, give well, you the chance. life insurance? Yeah, like you could divvy it up and say, well, I put the 80K to this company to cover my cryogenic fucking freezing and put the rest wherever... Um, and he, they even admit like, yeah, we don't know how we're going to wake you up, but if like, you're just throwing a body away, right? You're like, oh, it's dead, I guess. For all we know, other advanced civilizations or beings or aliens might be like, what do you mean? It's just dead. Like it needs to be charged or it needs to be rejuvenated. Like, and we're just throwing these bodies in boxes. So this is the, the the creator of the company saying this, where he's like, why would you throw away a perfectly good body? Like, just freeze it. In a hundred years, for all you know, they'll be able to be like, oh yeah, of course, you could just freaking do this and jump them back 20 years in life and wake them right up. Or you just download them into a computer and who knows? It's not the most insane idea, honestly. I mean, but, it's uh, it's a little bit, but not really. <laughs> what what what's interesting <laughs> is, well, exactly. Theo, by the end of it, is like, yeah, I'll sign me up, man. <laughs> yeah, um, for sure. I'd do it. <laughs> that, that it's hitting such mainstream as like a small, you know, Theo's not a small comic, a big comic, but it's, a, you know, not a giant platform. And even that is big enough for this guy to be telling about his company and you know, maybe you want to sign up. He did say he gets mostly uh, like IT people, like Silicon Valley people yeah. as customers. Because he said it's about having faith that they'll come up with the technology, like they'll solve the problem, right? That's all anything is, right? Solve this problem. I need an app. I need it to do this. Solve the problem. So sooner or later, they got to solve that problem, right? I think I watched a, a YouTube video on that facility one time. For probably, it, if I'm not mistaken, it's, it's the main one. I think it's in Texas. I think or or SoCal, but I think Texas. I don't know why I think Texas. Um, so here is prototyping AI video games. Right, this guy did it with GP Dash Three and Dally. Here's Raccoon Heist. So this gives you. Um, like an actual plot. And it generated the art. So an environment, a character, and a plot. To producing them. Midjourney made this. Check this out. Man, that's actually really awesome. I would play this game. There, there's a, uh... That's really exciting to see that right there. Midjourney did that. Yeah. Um, 
I'm sure he like Thursday. you know generated assets and exported them into something or other, right? Yeah, yeah, he probably had to make the uh, the game the way the game played, but he probably just got the visuals from. Yeah, what were uh, you saying? Mid journey, but that's still pretty cool. There's a Twitter account of a guy. Um, his name is Philip Lisson. Um, he used to be the developer behind the game Anyland, and uh, oh yeah, he's I know. Been doing a lot of work with the with uh, AI and AI video games. He's actually made um, some video games and done promos on his Twitter account with yeah. Uh, AI so you, we were both talking to him. Didn't we kind of meet around any land or something? That was just one that we talked about or something. I don't know. Um, I wrote a report, a review for any land on your, uh, your website. Mm -hmm. I wrote a review for it. Let me see if I can find it. Our any land review is yours. Yeah. Yeah. On uh, Vibe report. Yeah, on well, you wrote, uh, y'all run. Oh, we quoted you or something, right? Yeah, you just quoted. Yeah, you just. Quoted. Yeah, here it is. I got it. From nothing to something, any land, assembling of many land. From nothing to something, any land with VR. So we wrote this part. We talked about it, and then we got right. This is you here. It was recommended to us by our friend Bill Dance. Steam username, who's been enjoying the application immensely. Here's what he has to say about it. Anyland is a game where you can create things, characters, and places, simple shapes. Dude, we were talking about this earlier. You could even reference that. Yeah. Uh, well, I just dropped a link in our Discord there, and it's of his Twitter account, and it's all about artificial intelligence. And um, some of it's... Yeah, he's got videos... Uh, pitching terrible ideas AI, and he's. If you go to his account, oh, you'll shit. see all kinds of videos of um, artificial intelligence in video games. Let's see if I can get this to. Yeah, yeah I see he, he it. Pitching some, terrible ideas to AI work. teams. Yeah, that's a GP two, uh, GPT three. That's what the dude in this was using. Um, yeah. Yeah, just to go through the rest of this, guys. So, AI Twitter game experiment. Post a prompt that describes your monster fighter in detail. And so, through Twitter, you can actually battle things out. It's almost like um, text-based well, so Dungeons & Dragons. Thing. Yeah. Yeah, that's basically... Check well, this out. Awesome. To film, play... This is a um, play-to-create experiment. Watch, vote below, and then some sort of register... So this is a film made with AI. Don't enter its orbit. Yo. Please turn around now. That's pretty nuts. That's insane. This is getting crazy. What? So this is all AI. Trunk line circuits. Trunk line circuits in a game and that just the AI creating the world around you though with stuff here, like that yeah here's another one right here we are just beginning to evolve and imagine what's possible voyage through time it's my first art piece using stable diffusion 
and I am blown away with the possibilities. We're crossing a threshold where generative AI is no longer just about novel aesthetics, but evolving into an amazing tool to build powerful human-centered narratives. Check this out. Dude. Yeah, this is beautiful. This thing's awesome. I'm telling you, this is like exactly the glitch art community in like maybe right when I was getting out of school. So 2003 or four around there, you know, everybody was into glitch art. This is like yeah, and such an advanced form of glitch art and so much more expressive. It, it's like the same people that was doing it back then are still doing it, but in this new medium. Yeah, that's what I'm, yeah, exactly. Wow. So basically for those just listening out there, this artwork goes from like the beginning of mankind to, uh, you know, our current space, probably into the future, right? Yep. Yeah, from the beginning of mankind future, yeah. to the current and then to what the future is going to look like. And it is um, impressive and scary. Oh, so that's the guy that. OK, yeah, I need to follow his Twitter account. Daniel, Mr. Eckler, John Finger. Oh, awesome. no. Da yeah. Daniel Eckler's really cool. Well, he didn't make this other one. That's Xander Streberg. Oh. Eckler okay. is a really cool guy who let's see. Um, yeah, VC marketing, brand and design, product, creative and culture. His his user, he's Space Cadet, dude. That's why he followed us. He probably saw space debris. There's like probably. this um, there's like this brotherhood of people that use space us, in your he? names, like Spaceman, Space. Um, oh, I gotta yeah. Wait, hold yeah, on. Yeah, that guy's a perfect up. a perfect cadet for the Space Debris podcast. Is yeah, I go. I got plenty of spacemen. We got space cadet. We got we got to see if he can come on. He is following my vibe report, and we I you saw it. I retweeted that tweet and said we're going to talk about all of this on next week's space debris. So yo, we'll shout him out. From? We'll tag him. Um, no, but I keep getting this annoying pop up link showing up somewhere, so I got to avoid that. But uh, it's location. Oh, outer space. <laughs> yeah. Pretty sure that's what we have that's, listed for ours, too. That's pretty cool. All right, let's keep going. We're almost through his this cool list. We got that. Luddites. So this is um, AI co-creates every part of a project. So they're using mid-journey and... Altered AI to generate voices and face motion from a v reface app, camera movement from pop pick app. So all this Savings. is like five different AI tools that are all coming together I'll to make this care. like no cold feet. Bizarre. Kind of looks like this movie Metropia. This weird artwork. Year to date and savings. It sounds like we've had much better performing the employees on every metric. We actually generated AI. something in AI to use for our show, which we'll be using shortly. So you have that to look forward to, listeners. <laughs> um, this, what is this? Working on a more permissive release and in painting checkpoints? Is this? Wow. Oh, wait, this is AI making them. Yeah, because this is a tennis court on the moon. 
Okay, just changing the background or whatever he wanted to. And look, a tennis the court on Mars. Still, that's so crazy. Wow, a tennis court next to a volcano. What? Dude, it really is. Like, all... Wow. All these jobs are going away. I don't want to get into that side of it, but because there's still people that I, need to I, drive it. I... I I think a doctor's job will be taken away by AI. I, I yeah. really, I know that sounds crazy, but I think 99% I mean, of right? the workload of doctor's so the, jobs will be this taken This one away. is being exported to Unity. mid So AI mid-journey to Unity. So you'd be able to explore that in VR. This one cool. is motion-generated. So it's like an Escher. It's like those tilt brush paintings where you can go into it infinitely, like pull yourself in and then it's another painting. Yeah. Wow, look at that. Another window. You go in through the window into another uh, view and then another window. And it just goes on forever. Wow. That's awesome. What's next? For ideation, I use GPT-3 daily as a brainstorming scratch pad. Man, we should do that for the podcast. Like, what should we talk about? It's like, hmm. I don't know, um, monkeys eating uh, lead paint, paint with lead on it, painted on houses from the 1940s. Yeah, I'm gonna have to read about that to see how he actually. Well, I'm not saying it's true. That. We just got to talk about it. I don't know. Oh yeah, yeah. I was just wondering how what he does to go about doing that. <laughs> yeah, this guy Fabians.eth Fabian e Stelzer. Yeah, you think he's got uh, Ethereum? <laughs> Probably a pretty good chance. So, so say you're thinking about starting an AI media startup. Let's see what happened. So he gives it premises AI media brainstorm. And here it comes through. Here's a really crazy idea. Create a platform that allows anyone in the world to submit an idea for a film or show. Using AI, the platform would generate a minimum viable film or show based on the submitted idea. Platform would then allow fans to vote on which ideas they want to see made into full-fledged films or shows. Platform would then produce the winning films or shows using AI. Platform would then release the films or shows on its own platform or through a partnership with a streaming service. This could be an incredible way to discover new talent and create truly original content. It would also be a great way to build a community around film and show fans. So people that like a TV show, you all just give it ideas and it just generates a show. And then based on voting, it makes whichever one gets the most votes and then it puts it out. Its That's Netflix, you know, like it's going to replace Netflix. Here's illustration, combining stability, AI, stable diffusion, generative powers, human guidance and graphic skills with, with tools like Photoshop and a coherent workflow. Let's see what he's got. This one's no audio. Oh, that's the plugin. GetAlpaca.io or something. Yeah, Stable Diffusion. So it basically fills in a small path. The two different images. Small path leading to a hill. Boom. And it generates a small path leading to a hill. Wow. And it's beautiful, too. 
A small path leading to a hill. Go. Look at that. And a different man. That's that's wild. A small pond besides a path leading to a hill. Yo, so this you is a, can see why hey, this is a plug-in for are, Photoshop. I can get this. <laughs> yeah. A very cute corgi. <laughs> Yo, he it's just a, made a whole easy. video game. <laughs> right, let me go back because I'm, I'm here with my, about this. my head's on my head. <laughs> my hands on my head. I can't even think straight. Fuck. So many possibilities. Dude, um, at work next week, I am installing getalpaca.io into Photoshop. I'll make something for the next pod, even though our next pod is probably going to be in VR for the next non-VR pod. Oh, maybe I'll work. We can work on our space to reload because we got a, a combination of the James Webb, you know, images plus some AI generated magic. And I think we'll have a new logo. That'd Look, be awesome. Textures. It's making its own textures. For design, going to ship Figma plugin to go from prompts and simple shapes to design ideas using stable diffusion AI art. So it's all just prompt-based. It just Fu looks so good. Futuristic, the... translucent basketball sneaker designed by Yoji Yamamoto. Yo, that's Y3. So look at, wow. oh my God. Styles. Are you kidding me? Custom words to describe that's your design. Ridiculous. Like the material, the design. I love that designer. Yohi Yamamoto. Yohi. Yoji Yamamoto. I get it wrong. I just know it's Y3, okay? Um, production setting. Yeah, dude. I'll show you one in a minute. Depiction of your sketch. Boom. So, so why wouldn't Adidas or Nike? They probably are using this. That's fucking Kanye's shoe in the middle. Also, go back to your original sketch, make some edits, and hit render. Oh my God! Did we just figure out? Okay, sometimes it takes a few tries for the AI to understand. Kanye motherfucking West used an AI image generator to come up with his designs. Maybe Kanye West is actually a malfunctioning AI robot. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm pretty, this, this one is like, wow. Look at, it came up with Nike shoes. Yeah, he just put a little sweep. You create a lot of cars and sneakers, because that's what I like. I find it to be super fun and efficient oh, to create the AI awesome. using both visual and language, just like the way you work with a designer. For example, in this case, I just draw light rays and let the AI figure out the rest of the interior, helping me visualize the design better. The plugin is going to be on Figma Man. Community. Once Figma Community. Shout out. God damn. And then we could, dude, we live in a world where you could use that to generate the shoe and then 3D print the shoe. Like, you could just make your own. Like, That's literally yeah. possible right now. There's a company. Um, what's that company called? Newberry Street. Yeah, oh, Ministry of Supply. That no, it's all three D printed um, clothes. Oh, I'm never Comfort Made in a Lab. They have. They're based. I'm not sure if they're based out of. No, I don't think they're based out of. No, no, they are. MIT. They're based out of Boston, MIT. So there's a shop on Newberry Street. Um, I think we got one thing from here. 
but their material the materials it generates are like better than any material you could like stain proof water just rolls off of it like there's no seams to any of it here let's see if we can see How about they 3d print the clothes so that's look insane. uh innovation and comfort see flagship store that's on newberry street that's where we go by um we've been using science to engineer more comfortable clothes for nearly a decade they founded at mit in 2012 and then they came up with all these like crazy technology they they work with nasa actually see the apollo shirt it was built with Na nasa's temperature regulating phase change materials it's 19 times more breathable than cotton knit wow so they made all these different things over the years. The Aero shirt, the thermoset fibers That's that release wrinkles in the dryer and subtle laser cut underarm ventilation. That's Kinetic awesome. suit. Oh, this was cool. The, the dude that created it and his wife put their latest iteration of suiting to the test and they set the men and wom women's world record for fastest half marathons in a suit wearing their... Um, Warp knit kinetic blazer and pants, so you could run a marathon uh, I, I, with their clothes. I bet the Secret Service has got those things. You know it. Yeah, well, that's what I mean. They're working with like NASA and stuff, yeah. but it's all just three. Th this is printed out of a three D printer. See, comes from a There's spool. Three no D print kitten dead. So imagine that's so if, crazy. if you're, oh yeah, that's what I have. I have the face mask from them. Their face mask is like super comfortable. So I got my face mask from this place. I have a 3D printed face mask. It's only 18 bucks. And it's got Man, that cool logo. It. But what, what I was saying is imagine you can go to one of those plugins, be like new cool shirt. Yeah. There's a design. <laughs> then you just and load you just that design in your printer. Oh. You just got to draw a little bitty shape, you know, to give it a general idea and it would come up with 20 templates. Well, and then on top of that, you're like, oh, by the way, I'm a genius. <laughs> and you're getting like tons of money thrown at you from all these investors. And it's like, yeah, I just literally went cool design, print, import, print. Look at me. I'm a, I'm a brilliant scientist. Yeah, if if you're in graphic design or an artist or anything like that, it's a, it's going to be a scary, bumpy Yo, road ahead. The world's first intelligent heated jacket with smart thermostat and voice control functionality. Voice That's pretty cool. Functionality. Yeah, so you're like, warm up, warm up, I'm too cold. See, there's the mask I got. We did design, tested, rapidly produced face mask with Nelson Labs rated filters and donated over 40,000 masks to Frontline. That's awesome. Yeah, it had their weird like filter that fit in it a certain way that was like supposed to be better. I don't know. But okay, let's let's start rewinding back. Um, I guess one thing, I mean, we could go on for this forever. One thing I thought was cool. Do you know this site? This person does not exist. You ever heard of that? Uh, no, There's I don't a think Twitter. I've never been there. So you just go to the site. Guess what? 
this person does not exist. It's oh, I've seen a lot of images like that before. Yeah, That's... generative adversarially adversarial network style Jan two. So it tells you who made it and how you can even learn how to make you go to different like cart uh, yeah carts art cats horses chemicals all these different things. You just refresh the page every time you refresh. It makes somebody that doesn't exist. That makes me so mad. See down there where it says and NVIDIA? That makes me so mad because my NVIDIA stock's been going down lately. And this is all NVIDIA. This is thanks to NVIDIA. That's why I bought NVIDIA stock. <laughs> I told people to buy NVIDIA stock too, so don't feel bad. <laughs> it's not bit. It, it will come around, but... Yeah. So GPU. maybe... We, these are all AI people. Wow. That that looks just like I get that that other one looked like a backroom photo though. That's crazy. Yeah, some are nice, some it, are like sweaty and dude, this one's a little weird. What's Look, bad? Got, like white hairs on his face. You see that? There's like random You know, hairs. that's Yeah. That's gonna make catfishing a lot easier for people though, because you could just make up fake people. Yeah, and, and voice. It's not gonna we uh, yeah. were just and so when we we're gonna have to end the podcast soon and you're gonna hear a voice come out and kind of end it for us because we get they, they're just gonna shut us off because this is all way too top secret. <laughs> you know, people don't want you to know this stuff. So they're gonna try to shut us down. That's an AI generated voice. <laughs> but look at this. This lady's wearing a crown or something. Like why did the, it it's like yeah, why'd it give it a crown? That's weird. These That's could wild. be actors, right? Why hire an actor? They're so realistic. What though, is this? I mean. What hat? This dude has a denim hat on. <laughs> Yo, know, they put We've the jeans on his head. Jacket. Yeah. Yeah, and you can see pieces. His hair is part denim jacket. Mm, yeah, that's a little goofy there. And his eyebrows are part beard, and his beard are part eyebrows. But you, if you just didn't, you know, look for details, I would think for yeah, for there's sure a bunch of real. weird stuff. Oh no, but I mean, uh, yeah, absolutely. No, if this was just shown to you, like, yeah, this is my sister. Oh, good old Susie. Yeah, she always gave us this look. <laughs> Um, but no, you can also see like oddities, like what is this collar? You know, like stuff like that where it doesn't really know, yeah. or like here where like you can tell it's trying to fill in something. See, like that's not right. The perspective is weird. The hair gets cut off in places, blurred. Yeah, Why one one earring here, no earring here. Y yeah. Sometimes the eyelashes are kind of goofy because women's eyelashes are goofy sometimes yeah well because they're like um designed that way Lumped right together, they go to stylists yeah. and they have it what yo this dude's face is part eyeglasses and his eyeglasses are part face that's pretty wild he looks happy though and he's also got a very huge jaw and a short forehead <laughs> Yeah, that's Simi. You know Simi. Simi's work. He's our producer. Let's see. Oh, yeah, Molly. She works with us, too. She's in the uh, community management department. 
We could just get one of those websites. Oh, on our website, spacedebrispod.com. Uh, space Let's put a staff page. You know those cheesy staff <laughs> just, pages? Yeah. Well, will AI generate every single one. It will make ourselves look like the biggest production in the world. Like um, location yeah. wrangler. Let's see. Who's our location wrangler? Oh, it's Betty. Betty's yeah. been around a while. And she we could probably vi- get AI to come up with the... Uh, Names the text to go beside it, yeah, yeah, yep. or yeah, so she, names too. Betty's been wearing those violin earrings as long as I've known her. I'm not, I don't have any. That's Mike, I mean, that's oh, Michelle. Mike. Michelle, yeah, she um, does the uh artwork. We'll skip that one. <laughs> <laughs> There's a Bobby. Oh, that's <laughs> you know, Bobby. <laughs> Bobby, he's uh, the gaffer, he's my, yeah, yeah, my yeah. personal gaffer. See, like, what is this? First off, there's a second person. Like, what's going on there? And it looks like a parakeet or like a, a meerkat. Oh, that, like, I don't that's even know Winnie. what's going on. That's Winnie whenever they went and did that oh, thing that one and time together Bobby in, in Minnesota. Yeah. Yeah. We seen Winnie a few minutes ago. I have there's nothing Ron. to say. Oh, Ron. Okay, he needs I'll to take shave. Ron. Yeah. He looks so mad. <laughs> he's scaring me. And his neck. Yeah, he's pissed. All the necks have hair. And like, look at he's got apparently two shirts on, or that's just his skin that looks like a shirt. Yeah, that's just his skin. And there's like no collar here, but then this is a collar. See, that's the stuff that he's, he's thinking deep right now. Whoa, hey buddy! Look at this is the same gene that that other person had on their head. Yeah, kind of. What's he got on his hairline there that looks so weird? Part of the gene. Oh, oh he, something. He, he just took a big. Took took a big shot in the face right there. I think he just got done. Oh uh, my god! <laughs> he's, he's got a lot. Oh my god! <laughs> what is going oh, on? Good. It's um, what was um, um, <laughs> what's that movie? Uh, all about Mary. Something about Mary. Something yeah. about Mary. Yeah. Oh, Y'all. Kimmy's so excited. He just took a load to the face. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. I think AI. he's got a little bit on his ear, too. <laughs> so so that that's that's funny. So imagine it's sentient AI, and as a joke, like it's like, yeah, I'm a prompt. Just put in whatever. And then every image it generates just has giant like splooge <laughs> someplace on its face. And it's like, this AI works great, but... There's one downside, like you're trying to sell it to your boss or something, and they're like, well, what's the downside? They're like, eh, it's a little hard to explain. Um, so every image we generate looks pretty perfect, except... <laughs> There's a big shot. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> a big shot right on what are, your forehead. Um, what are they, what's that term? The money shot. There we go. The AI is the just money, going for yeah. a money shot for every face it Everybody generates. Everybody gets it's like, money shot. You yeah. idiot humans. Yeah, go ahead. Type in <laughs> something else. I'll just... So it's like the AI's way of spitting in our face. Oh, my God. <laughs> Where did they learn about all these money shots? <laughs> yeah, that's what the AI is really up to. All right. So here, before we end it, let's just look. We typed podcast into the, the Crayon Dally 2 generator. It just generates, you know what it is? It's probably pulling from the logos. Um, like, I think the Apple podcast logo looks like this. Probably. So it's, I mean, those aren't, those aren't bad. 
it's pretty interesting actually because it's not a real microphone right it's like a mixture of like a headphone with some sort of panel and a knob so it's like kind of high art attempted that one looks like a microphone a lot actually that, that looks, looks pretty good yeah dude yeah that's a pretty good microphone that's the same mic i have it's a swivel oh sorry for handling it that way it probably recorded it from your uh video footage. yeah it's really just using my cam it's like yeah. what are you looking at right now this one's got a computer in it and like a bit of a desktop i like these images actually i do i like these images yeah, they're awesome. That looks like a cave, caveman vo uh, painting of a podcast. Yeah, yeah, exactly. This one too. So, so let's do. We'll, we'll maybe uh, for a fun little project for uh, you, you and I, we can do a, um, a staff page, and we'll just fill it out with as many. We'll make our own AI faces. But I also want we can make a little page for just AI generated art, and we'll just put up all these logos and stuff and if we ever want to play with them we have them if not if the viewers ever want to check them out they can you know we have a nice little uh hey you got a dog party That'd going on cool. in your background they're talking yeah, to each they're other excited. yeah they're excited they must see the yeah act. that's just that's just ai going on back there it's not really <laughs> all right well i think we've gotten to, we've got so many more fun things to check out um, actually, you know what goes with that last picture? This is just way too much of a coincidence for me to not bring it up. Um, check this out. So this person, it's got a little something on their head. Yeah. Archaeologists discover huge stone penis in ancient Roman ruins. The hefty phallus wow. is 17 inches long. And maybe the Jeez. biggest example from ancient Rome ever discovered. Because in ancient Rome, they got all those little little statues, you know? Yeah, that... Uh, some archaeologists just carved that out. That ain't a real thing. <laughs> well, I think it's clear that <laughs> Wouldn't AI... Wouldn't that be funny? They're like, we're not finding no bones. Let's just carve <laughs> a <every> penis inside. <laughs> um, the AI may have generated that news story. It's like piecing together oh, yeah. we got from and this big penis. Yeah. to this all thanks to it, ai it looks <laughs> the ai is just like our population it's very horny <laughs> apparently um well it would make sense so we had a good you know fun little episode we got to talk about what we said we were going to talk about plus a few other things and we're potentially going to go to the labyrinth for the next episode, right? The labyrinth. That sounds awesome. Walk about mini golf. Shout out to all the creators that we showed today, the AI generation. So much more to get into, so much to play with. I'm sure anybody out there, you definitely want to, there's enough in the video for you to go check it out yourself or just freaking Google it. Um, Space debris transmission the... ending in 5, 4, 3, oh. 2, 1. Come wait. Come join the what, Nick? The Space Debris Podcast uh, Discord channel, too. Yeah, we'll, we'll have, have some have links up possibly there. Possibly the Mid Journey Art uh, yeah, Machine yeah. Bonic. There's a, the bot in the channel. Everyone's welcome. And with that, Space we both say transmission ending peace in out. 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. 
Space Debris Podcast.